So if you feel like you're just struggling to be productive, like motivate yourself, get up, do things, but it's not quite working out, I have news for you. You might not be lazy. You might have burnout. And I have five ways that we could figure it out. and We'll talk about it right now. Let's go. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week. You might hear from my voice that I am a little bit under the weather. It was just kind of like that weather change and it caught me off guard. So I'm okay, but alhamdulillah, forgive me for my raspy voice. It's a, a tad bit in this segment. Um, but I wanted to talk to you today about how so many of our women are doing so much And sometimes we could be really hard on ourselves and we could feel like, you know, oh, you know, I'm just being lazy. I'm not good enough. But actually, it could be something more. We could be suffering from burnout. And I think that's something really important because we could be beating ourselves up when it's something actually that needs to be addressed. Now, if you don't already know me, um, I'm the host of the podcast, Mindful Muslima, and we come here twice a week, Mondays and Fridays, to bring you topics that you care about on love, marriage, relationships, parenting, life hacks, stuff like this, exactly what you guys asked for, and 90, maybe 95% or more of the content here is created by you. You guys send in requests, so do it as you always do. I love your requests. Send me them on DMs through Instagram. Um, You could also email our team mindfulness at mindful-muslima.com. A lot of uh, uh, people are emailing us right now about the Marriage Boost program, about the Marriage Boost free class, everything that we had up recently. And if you had listened to the most recent podcast, I just wanted you to know that is actually closed. We always have a window of time. So we had it open for about a week and we close it and we reopen it next year. If you have some type of issue where you had something related to that, you're more than welcome to email my team. But I know that is something people are asking about. So I just want to say, yeah, we always open things and close them. So try to catch them when they are uh, open. Mindfulness at mindful-muslima.com if you want to ask any questions. Okay, so let's get started. What if I told you that you feeling like you didn't want to do anything lately, um, you being unproductive maybe, like just pushing things away, not quite getting anything done the way you want to, that there's really nothing wrong with you. You're not being a bad person or a bad Muslim or, you know, it's not like that. You Maybe you're not lazy. Maybe you have burnout. That could be very, very possible. A lot of people are suffering from that and they don't even know. And the funny thing is they did a poll on that and they said something like 75% of women in the U.S. in 2010 that was 2010. That was pre-pandemic. Think about like post-pandemic. 75% of people were in America were suffering from that and 40% in a severe state. And, you know, some of these countries that we live in, they're just like, go, 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 work, work, work. Family time is minimal. Social time is minimal. I know like, for example, for Americans, when they, when they look to Europe, we envy the fact that they have so much more vacation time. If you're from Europe, I know we have a ton of listeners from there and especially from the UK, um, more than welcome to, to uh, message me on Instagram and let me know how that's really going for you. But for the most part, um, we, get, we get no vacation time here, just in case anyone didn't know. And some jobs will give you two weeks after you've reached a certain point. So vacation time, family time, it's not stressed here. And so a lot of people do go through burnout, but throughout the world, regardless of if you live here, you live anywhere else, um, with the work situations that we have, that is a real situation. And of course, women, right? We are always on call. Like moms never get 
a break. And I actually saw an Instagram post where one mom, she, she did like a little joke where she had a toddler and they were in like their crib. And she came in with her little like, you know, uh, you know, she looked like she was sick with her, uh, with her box of tissues or she just like, um, you know, I'm going to call in sick today. I'm just going to take off. And the toddler's looking at her like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like there is no taking off, even if you're a mom. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all of our moms out there. I know how hard it is. I have five of my own, right? So, um, Many of us, you know, we're hard on ourselves. We feel like we should be reading more Quran. We should be doing more Salat. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some of us who are just not praying. That is a different story. I'm not addressing that here. If you're just not praying and you're not, you know, doing that at all, like that is a serious problem. But I'm referring to the people who are usually productive and they're now finding themselves just struggling to get anything done, you know? So let's talk about laziness versus burnout right? So laziness and burnout are different. So a person who's lazy, this means that's typically their character trait. Like they're typically lazy. There are some people who are, who are like that, but there is a difference between um, laziness and burnout. Now there is an overlap between it, but there's also a difference. And for the most part, what we really need to understand is burnout is more of a negative state of emotion that comes from a lot of psychological, physical, emotional overwhelm from not being able to handle the level of stress that you're going through. And burnout, there's actually stages of burnout. And we'll get to that in a second. But for the most part, what you need to know is that it's an it's an it's an overwhelming like state where you're just like you've had too much. And it can be, like I said, physical, emotional, psychological, spiritual, and so forth. And so this is something we really need to pay attention to. So we're gonna find out today if you are suffering from this by thinking about these five, um, these five factors or traits and seeing if, if you fall into those. And so it's a very, very common thing. And let's go into the first one. The first one is when you feel one sign of burnout is that you feel completely disconnected from everything. You feel like you're almost running on autopilot, like things are happening and moving, but you're very disconnected. You're almost like emotionally numb. And you just feel like you can't put your finger on it, but you can't quite get control of your life. Now, let me interject here because I have a lot of women contact me about this one. And sometimes it's burnout and sometimes it's a lack of connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you typically, and by the way, sometimes people have a lack of connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they have burnout. <laughs> it's, 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 it's this crazy like cycle and there is no like black and white. There is some overlap. So I did just want to throw that in there. But yeah, like you're typically feeling numb. You feel like you're coasting along, but you're not really, you know, part of the story that's going on. Other telltale signs are that you're suffering from burnout are that you let a second one, number two, is that you let your self-care go. Now, this is a huge one for women. Now, sometimes, and I have to keep throwing in these caveats, sometimes we let our self-care go because we have an, um, an issue with like depression or self-esteem and like there could be those things too and they're related to like the way we see ourselves and we value ourselves and we care for ourselves but then there's also burnout where normally when you would take care of yourself and you would be all good but things are just so overwhelming lately from like this emotional stress psychological too many things going on in your life too many things out of control by the way tons of women call me in this state and i say that because i want women to feel like you're not alone okay women call me all the time i just had a, a joke the other day it wasn't like a joke like a haha joke some one of the sisters, she was crying with me on the phone because this is very common. And that, that was what I told her. She's just like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm talking to you. I'm crying. And I was like, the thing in my house is like, I, I constantly have women 
crying. So I have, I'm on my phone. I run into a private room and I talk. And someone in my house always wants to talk to me. And I'm always like, can't talk right now. And they're like, is someone crying? I'm like, yes, I need to talk to them right now. And they're like, okay. Like, it's just like, it's very, very typical for women to cry, for women to talk. Because a lot of women are harboring a lot of things inside of them. And for example, I had a woman the other day call me, a sister the other day called me because she was suffering from burnout. Exactly that. And her situation was that she had so much going on. And this is a lot for many of our sisters. Like they're running, you know, the kids and they have a job then they're commuting. Then they're, you know, they're, then they, they're, maybe there's a problem. They get like a monkey wrench that gets thrown in, like somebody gets sick or there's some type of issue. Um, it could be like a long-term illness. And then like, we're doing so much. And they're like, oh, I'm out of control. Everything's all over the place. I just feel a mess and it's making me emotionally feel a mess. And then like, I'm not praying like I should. And so there is a burnout that happens from taking on all of that, that does eventually affect your soul a lot and stuff. And that's why it's so important to catch, right? Because our prayer is incredibly important because it is our lifeline with Allah. I had another sister called me the other day who said the same thing. She's just like, I want to be close to Allah. I don't know why I'm not. And when we diagnosed it, she's not talking to Allah. She's not talking a lot because she's not praying. She's either not praying or not praying regularly. These are things that will make you feel numb as well. You're far away from a lot because this is your creator. So like, I want to just throw that in there that there's that this, this kind of cycle that happens in this overlap between also not connecting with the law. It just, it just exacerbates the burnout and makes it worse. And so that's something to really want to get a hold on because you want to get back to your best self, right? So self-care is huge. There's this point where some women just don't take care of themselves, but you actually may have normally done that, right? So this means you're not grooming yourself. You're not brushing your hair. You're not like, like going to take showers, you know, like making sure you're all lotioned up, like just like basic things that you think, you know, for moms seem like luxuries. And I totally feel that it's like to take a shower or use a bathroom alone. It's like, oh my gosh, oh, like somebody picked up the kids so I could take a shower and no one's banging on the door while they're like trying to be like, just let me shower. For some reason, every time I take a shower, everybody needs me. It's like, I don't take long showers because I'm a mom, you know, you can't. Um, I take three to five minute showers, but for that entire three to five minutes, somebody calls my name. And I'm just like, I just wanted hot water on my shoulders really quick. Okay, alhamdulillah. You know, it's the qadr of Allah. It's the, it's the tests of life. Alhamdulillah. It's okay. Could be worse. You know, there's a lot of Muslims out there, a lot of brothers and sisters. They don't have showers. They don't have hot water. You know, may Allah make it easy for all of our people. Like when we have a problem, sometimes it's really so small, even though we feel like it's the biggest problem in the moment. It's just so small compared to the rest of the world. So alhamdulillah, let's keep our attitude of gratitude, right? Anyway, so you just might feel like there's not enough time in the day. I can't take care of myself. That's it, you know, and then you neglect yourself. But but you normally wouldn't have. And so that could be a sign of burnout. Um, another sign of burnout, and, and by the way, I, I this is the third one. I want you to ask yourself a question in this one. So the first one we said was like, you just have this numbness, this disconnection, the second one was this lack of self-care. This third one, I want you to ask yourself a question. Do you ever feel lately like you're just snapping at everyone? You're highly irritable, right? Highly moody. I don't know why, you know, I'm like this, but I am. You know, you have no idea, right? And this is a typical sign of burnout. If you're a person that normally isn't like that, I'm not talking about my girls that are normally mean and moody all the time. I'm talking about like you're not usually that type of person. I have a lot of women call me. They're very shame. I'm so moody. I'm so snappy. I'm snappy to everyone. I feel horrible. I'm a horrible person. Is that the case? Or maybe it's just burnout. You know, let's be kind to ourselves. Maybe you're taking on a lot. 
And I'll get to the end, by the way, how to handle this. I'm not going to like leave you with, oh my gosh, I am having burnout. What do I do? And then I like click, I hang up the podcast. So no worries, I have you there. And so you just feel like everybody's really frustrating you. You feel really, really moody and you can't quite get control of your emotions. It's like something you're suffering from, you might actually be suffering from burnout. Okay. So like that is, that could be another sign. It could be, right? Number four is you used to be passionate. You used to be passionate about a lot of things, about the work you're doing, about relationships, about being a mom, about uni, about whatever it is that you're passionate about, about your studies and everything. But now you just don't feel like it. You're like going through the motions, not quite interested anymore because you might be suffering from burnout. And that could be it. That could be a sign. Number five is you just can't get yourself to do even the things you used to love. Like let's say, for example, Salah. Let's pretend you used to love that connection you have with Allah. You had this one point of your life where it was super, super close and it felt so good. And, you know, now you feel like you connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a problem. And it's like after those experiences of being with Allah, you felt so good and now you just feel horrible. You're not really with him that much. You can't even get yourself to do that. You know you should be making dua. You know you should be doing Quran. But like everything just seems overwhelming. There's just too much. There's too much. In t- there's no time in the day and too many things to do. And you can't catch up. And your to-do list is like forever and it's never getting done. Does that sound, does that sound familiar? If it is, I mean, you might be suffering from burnout. Now, let me say this also. You might be suffering from a lack of a routine. You might, and this is going to get into, um, you know, some of our solutions here. So there's some some solutions to get you back on track. We're going to go into those right now. But I do want to say for the women out there who don't typically keep routines, you're very like free to be me and all that stuff. That's fine. You can live the way you want to live. But in the time of Rasulullah they had strict routines and habits and things. I was actually talking about this in my halakha the other day inside of our Thrive membership. Many of you know that I do regular um, like live sessions and one-on-ones and group things and all types of stuff. So a lot of women ask like after the podcast, like how could I learn more? How could I do more? Like we have an entire private community where I mentor women and we learn. And so in that halakha that I have once a month, we also have um, a revert class once a month, by the way. So like in the halakha one, we were talking about um, how in the time of the Prophet, peace be upon him, when Islam first came out, it was so much pressure. It was just so much like where they would have gotten like emotionally overwhelmed or burned out or whatever that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called uh, Rasulullah he said, Qum, get up, stand up, stand up to prayer. And he would, it would be part of almost like their, their boot camp, let's just say, to do night prayers. When you're going through a really difficult time, night prayers are very critical. And there's something that strengthens the soul. And there was not a time in my life where I haven't stood up in the night, in the, the last third of the night, and asked Allah for some issue I'm going through, and he has not helped me. Allah is the best keeper of promises. You know, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow all of us to be closer to him. I mean, And so I encourage you that if you're going through something, to do that, to go that extra mile, it is worth it. And obviously to do your father, if that's first, is to do the obligatory prayers. But these are things that are the practice of the Sabbath. And they also had routines and habits and things. It was very, very much instilled in that if you want to be a strong Muslim, you got to get it together. You got to get your time together. Allah talks about time and the importance of time. And so I'm about to come out with a YouTube video, by the way, because I already recorded it maybe in a week or two about time, about my planning and how I do my time. So look out for that one. Be excited about that because a lot of people ask me to open up my planner. So I'm going to go like, how do I plan a month? 
how do I plan a week? How do I plan a day? I'm going to get a bit granular. I'm going to go even more granular in December. The month of December, this month, I want to kind of help people with their emotions. I know people have been going through a lot. Like I've got a lot of heavy calls. And so I just want to give you some light stuff that you could do to kind of help yourself move along, feel good, and, you know, not feel like you're weighed down by all of your emotions. And um, it's really important to know that your thinking and your thoughts can really take over your life and you have to get a hold of them. A lot of women don't know how, and that's what we do. That's what we teach women. You guys know that we teach that in our school and it's something that we're very, very big on. It is literally the thing that changed my life. So all these things that you're going through with burnout are, are related to the amount of things that you're taking on in your life, the amount of unacknowledged emotions and stress that you're going through. It's gonna require you to slow down and think and look at them for a moment, kind of like from the outside. And that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to kind of help you with that. So let's move into that. So um, let's go into the segment here where we're going to help you think about how can we solve this burnout problem. Now, if you've joined the podcast, um, you know that there's certain things that I recently um, am saying more and more because I really want women to know that these are things that are important. I want us to like understand them as concepts in our life. And one of them is the fact that I said previously that there are certain chapters of your life, there are certain seasons of your life. Um, I once was on um, a podcast, I think it was for Farhat Amin, and she said, um, you know, do you think women, you know, having a career and everything as women, do you think it's just like a lost cause, like we can't do it, um, it's too much for us to take on because we have all our other responsibilities in the house and so forth. And I said to her, I think it depends on the season of your life. The season of your life is really, really important because there is, it isn't like, yeah, you can do something or yeah, you, or no, you can't. It's when are you going to do it? Because sometimes it doesn't make as much sense as other times. And I'm just going to give you an example for the women out there who might be trying to like push on through uni or push on through their careers and then feeling overwhelmed and burned out. And I just want to acknowledge this. So for example, I've had women call me up and say, Hey, um, I want to start a business and you know, I'm struggling to make a schedule and a routine for myself and I'm trying to do my business and everything, whether it's like whatever they're doing it on Etsy or whatever they do. And they want my advice or they want my opinion because they just had a newborn and they're finding it really hard to get everything done. And my response to them is, well, if you just had a newborn, that might not be the season of your life where you want to start a business. And the reason for that is women who have newborns, it's notorious. You're not going to sleep. There's no schedule I could give you under the sun when you have a newborn. And this goes out to women who just had babies or your babies are maybe like under six to eight months and you're still getting them into like a sleep pattern. I know women who have them a year to two or three, but that's a whole nother episode I could do about sleeping and children and co-sleeping. If you guys want to ask me about that, I've had sister call me up like I am exhausted because I'm co-sleeping with my toddler. And if I even just like move to the right or left, I can't sleep. Like they wake up, then they have me up, then I'm up with them. And like, I feel like I'm never off duty. It's just like during the day, I'm a mom at night, I'm a mom. And so some people might be able to relate to this. And some people will be like, what are you talking about? I don't have kids, but here's a little note for when you do have kids. Um, the choice to have them sleep in your bed or not up to whatever age or not makes a huge difference in your health because sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's not a good thing. See, like everybody has like this. If you go on YouTube, like, should I co-sleep? Should I not co-sleep? Like, here's the thing. At the end of the day, you're going to have to figure out what works for you. Whatever allows you to be an amazing mom. For you, if it's co-sleeping, great. For you, if it's not co-sleeping, great. Like there's certain things where you want to give children their rights and there are those basic rights and we're not going to go into that now, but then there's other times where you have rights too. Your body has rights. And if you're going to be co-sleeping and it's going to make you a monster when you wake up, 
maybe co-sleeping isn't the best thing for you. And see, these are things I want women to feel free to explore and do. You don't have to be like every other woman. You need to do what's best for you, what's best for your family. So the same thing here with the burnout situation, right? So I have women call me up. They don't have schedules. They have issues and stuff. So it might not be the season of your life to do that thing you're doing right now. You want to take on that extra project. You want to do that extra thing. But right now you just find out that your mom has cancer. I mean, I would do that. These are real problems that women have and they're still trying to truck on, right? I'm just trying to like save up for this or do this, or we want to buy a house or we want to do that. I hear this all the time. Okay. Well, there's something else that, that is urgent right now though in your life, right? Yes, they say, okay, yeah, I have to kind of do this. It's kind of urgent. This thing came up and I have to fix this first. Okay, do that. Give yourself permission to do that before taking on everything else. Some women, they're they're so you know used to doing amazing things in their house and then all of a sudden something happens. They have to take on extra work at home, excuse me, extra work in the office or something and then they still want to make meals from scratch because like that's what their husband expects because that's what they've always done. And what I say to people is there's seasons of your life. There's plenty of seasons in my life where I looked at my husband and I was like, I love you. But like right now I'm going through something really difficult to like, I had to like, I had like a deadline or something. And I'm like, right now I cannot make bread from scratch this weekend. I know I normally do that, but like, it's really not going to work out. My husband is like, no, like it's okay. Like he knows I normally will like go the extra mile if I can. So like, these are the relationships and understanding you have to have between yourself and your spouse. If you don't have this, like, again, you guys are always welcome to call me. I'm just throwing things out there. And I, sometimes when I do like, it's like whoop, a little light bulb, you're like, yes. And then they like, wait, I want to hear more about that. Wait, she stopped talking about that. It's because that's not what the podcast is about. I have to bring it back, keep focused, right? But if those are things that are like, yeah, like I'm, I am dealing with that, make a call. We have 15-minute um, free calls below. Like I don't want to take away from this topic, but definitely I could talk to you. We have 45-minute ones too, whatever. All the links are below. Or if you want to reach me on Instagram and be like, hey, you mentioned something on the podcast, definitely DM me, okay? Let's get back into how to fix the burnout itself, because that's really important. So we've established that you have a lot on your plate, right? So first things first, surveying your life right now is really important. Do I, like I said, have to be doing all the stuff that I'm doing? Now your natural reaction is going to be like, yes, slow down. But do you really have to do all that stuff? Is that really true? Is that 100% true? I mean, everything might seem urgent, but it might not really. So for example, I've told you the other day, I had someone, she wanted to start a business and she had a newborn, right? So that is a good example of the newborn's rights come first. That's the baby. The business is important. Oh, but she needs money. She has finances. But Allah Kareem, we have to work out maybe another, um, how you say it, alternative. Like maybe if money's the issue, you can look into working online. I encourage women to work online. There are wonderful things. Um, there's something called Upwork, something called Fiverr. You can work online and you can get jobs easily. If you guys want help with that, maybe we could do a podcast if that's something you're interested in. If I get enough of you asking, I'll explain how that works. But you could definitely work from home, make money. And a lot of times you can make your own schedule. So you could do work really early in the morning when the kids are still sleeping or really at night when they're sleeping. And you don't have to like affect the rest of your day. But my point is, you can do, there's like, think outside the box, right? There might not be that one thing, that one solution that you've come up with for your problem because sometimes we're doing that, right? And then we get so caught up in the burnout, we don't think about what our alternatives could be because we're too tired, too tired to think about alternatives, like whatever, I've got time for that. But then we're just like stuck in this endless cycle. You have to pause the cycle at some point. You have to pause what you're doing 
and reflect on this. And that's what we're here for in the podcast. That's what you're doing right now. But you might have to go even deeper with some of the questions that we're asking alone after the podcast. Ask yourself, do I really have to be doing all that stuff right now? Is it really urgent? Is that 100% true that this is all urgent? What could I possibly shave off, take off that would lighten the load for this season of my life? It doesn't mean you're lazy. It's just temporary fix so you can get some other stuff together and you can get your bearings. Because if you're, a, if you're a hot mess emotionally and psychologically, you're no good to anyone, including yourself, your children. I have women who are just really great women, really great moms, really great moms, but they're yelling at their kids all day. Does that sound familiar? Yelling at your kids, snapping at your kids, frustrated. Oh my gosh, they're making a mess of the house. They never get their homework done. Oh my gosh, they said it 80,000 times and they're still not listening. See, I'm a mom. I understand these things, right? But if you're not a mom yet, these are things like you're getting, you're getting a little dose right before. So you understand you're, you're a leg ahead of the group, right? That's awesome. I love that when women are like skilling up. By the way, I just want to take a second really quick to compliment the women who are listening to the podcast. Like every single one of you and renew your intention every time you come to the podcast. You'll take literally reward for every second that you're here to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just so proud of you that you're taking the moment to come and better yourself for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for the sake of yourself, for the sake of your family and everyone around you. So love that. And if I don't say that enough, I want to just say that impresses me so much. I'm so impressed with you. And I'm so, so glad that you're with us on this journey of all of us together, thriving together and bettering ourselves. So like I said, you have to stop the world and just figure yourself out. Maybe there's a smarter way to do it right? Maybe you don't have to do those crazy work hours, that crazy commute, those crazy like uni schedule, like whatever it is. You know, does that make sense? So because some women are like that, they'll sit there and they'll still commute. They'll still do all these hours. They'll just feel totally lost. And they'll be like, oh, you know, but I can't because if I quit this job right now, I'm not going to find another one. But is that true? Is that really true? Is that 100% true? Can you say for a fact, you know, you're not going to find one? No, because we don't know the qadr of Allah. Right? So put some trust in Allah, make dua, make istikhara, figure it out. But Allah kareem, like you'll, you'll figure it out, but we have to stop. So the second thing is I encourage you to do if you feel like you're suffering from burnout is get your routine back. Back, it's really important. Without it, it, it's really, really hard to stay functional, especially if you have a lot going on. When I say morning routine, evening routine, I'm going to be doing a lot of those again in December. I have an old old morning routine from 2019 is one of my most popular videos, but it is not one of my best. I'm just going to be like throwing it right out there. I'm going to do another revised one now that that was from when I used to live in my old house. Um, and inshallah, you know, I always try to better myself every year, every year. I hope your routine from last year doesn't look like your routine from this year. Cause if it does, then maybe we're not considering, um, growth. Right. So for example, like, like my old routine, it didn't include stretching. And you might say like, well, like what, like, why is that so awesome that you now include stretching? And that's because I was neglecting my body. I didn't realize that I was getting, having stress. And you know, this is what happens when you have children. Like if you don't like slow down and take care of yourself, that that could easily pile up because children are, they're unpredictable beings, you know, like at the end of the day, it's not like they're robots. Like they don't do whatever you want, whenever they want you to do it. And just because you're busy doesn't mean they're going to follow along, you know? So you have to slow down, take care of yourself. So then what happened was, um, for some reason I realized I have a type of body, not that like FYI, you need to know this, but like I have a type of body that like um, my muscles tense up and they don't release very fast. So for example, if I went to go to a physical therapy session and I had physical therapy, some people might last them like a week. It literally lasts me like 24 hours because I had a previous injury. So I realized I had to incorporate stretching and because I wasn't incorporating stretching, it was causing me other aches and pains in my body. So why is that important for me to like explain to you in my life? It's because listening to your body is important. In my previous schedule, 
I listened to my all out spiritually. I need to be reading Quran. I need to do this. But I wasn't in tune with my body. I wasn't listening to the fact that my body had a right over me. Allah gave, gifted me this body. And I'm not stretching. I'm not caring for it. You know, it's really important to stretch. Like the Japanese are awesome at that stuff in the morning. They have stretching routines. It's really just huge for your health. And um, so, yeah, that type of stuff. Like I hope your routine doesn't look exactly the same as years prior because that's important. But having a routine and doing all this stuff you know, the burnout subsides and you're like, okay, so somebody who has burnout is hearing me say all this stuff. And they're like, but I can't do that. I have no time. Okay. Once again, you have to carve out time. If your schedule is the way it is right now. And, and I know we're convincing ourselves that there's no other way to do our schedule. This is it. I've tried everything. I, I implore you to think again, because I've been there too. And that wasn't true. I totally thought it was true. I was like swearing up and down. It's true. Not like swearing, hold on, swear, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, I really, ask you to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you the guidance on how to fix your situation. Go to Allah. Ask him. He will help you find a way. He really will. And if you if you need more advice, you want to talk to someone, I'm here. But yeah, it's you can you can figure something out. So when you've stopped and you've done this and you've started to take care of yourself and you got yourself a little groove, you got a little routine, when you have a foundation, you know, especially with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all this stuff like that, is you're going to be better with yourself. You're going to treat yourself better. You're going to treat other people better. You're going to treat your children better. Everything else resonates from that relationship with Allah. So if in the morning, like you're having a routine and you stopped making dhikr and you stopped doing extra prayer, like putting that back in, it's going to all resonate from that routine. It's really, really important, right? And like I said, I'll have some of those out um, on YouTube. You could check whatever I have already, but like in YouTube, I've just been doing so many more. By the way, if you don't know, we do start it back up our YouTube again. We have tons of stuff on there um, that you're going to find that you're not going to find here in detail. So like... Both are great places now to go the podcast and the YouTube. So the first thing I mentioned is that you have a lot on your plate. When we delay, you know, um, you know, taking care of ourselves and stopping and slowing down, we're, we're convincing ourselves that we're lazy. We just can't do it. We're hard on ourselves. But, you know, you might have 25 things on your list and gosh, I can't get them all done. But I just need you to say to yourself, what are three things right now? So like let's say you have like this huge list of a million things. What are just three things right now? Like if I could just do those three things, I'd feel super productive today. Do those first. They're often the things you don't want to do, by the way. <laughs> I call it eat the frog. And that's not a term that I came up with. I heard it somewhere, oh my gosh, years ago. And I, I'm going to be talking about that when I do my planner on YouTube, on our video on there. But I want you to know, like, if you have too many things to do and you feel overwhelmed, you feel like you can't get them all done, what makes you feel better psychologically is when you get things done that are actually, like, going to move mountains in your life. Like, for example, if I have 25 things on my list, one of them might not move any mountains. It's like, okay, check the mail. That wasn't like so pivotal, right? But then if I did something like cleaned out that closet, that was more pivotal. So, and again, with the cleaning out the closet thing, and this is a strategy I have. Um, if you, like me, I'm very busy, okay? So talking about busy, I'm very busy, but I have to know when to slow down and do things or I'll get burned out too. And this is why I'm telling you, I understand all these concepts is like I had at my daughter's room. You guys might've been following me on Instagram. I was fixing her room and then when I was fixing her room, it was it was too much. I wanted to fix her room for a year. Never could quite get to it because we just moved into the new house. You know, you have to like remodel. It's too hard. It's like a lot in your life. Then you're remodeling. It's not, you know. So I would do one thing a day. One day I would do the wallpaper. One day I would just paint a chair. One day I would just uh, paint another wall. One day I would paint another wall. Like instead of just being like, oh my gosh, I'm pushing it off and procrastinating and I'm never going to have time for that. What am I going to like remodel? Like that, that's something I stopped saying. And I said one piece a day. So if you have that closet, you could do like one part of the closet. Just do the floor of the closet today. 
Just do the right side of the class. Do the left side. By the way, on our website, we have tons of PDFs on how to do minimal living and, you know, scale down and stuff. If, if you have issues with organization, you have issues with also, we have PDFs on all this stuff. So definitely check it out. www.mindful-muslima.com. Tons of free PDFs on this type of stuff. All right. So as we're coming to a close, um, just like everything else, I want us to realize that we are never going to get better until we peel things off our schedule. We start to create routines for ourselves. We start to get in tune with our body, what's happening. Um, a lot of times people are going to get sick. People are going to um, suffer even from like insomnia because you're just, you're running yourself into the ground. That's literally what we're doing. And going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the foundation and setting yourself some clear routines and getting yourself back into the swing of things and on track. But the truth is, if you don't stop, literally stop and reflect on this stuff that I'm talking about right now. Like if you, if you're hearing this, this might be a, a message. You were meant to hear this today from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you need to stop and take care of yourself. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Really important. You have to take back control. You need to do what you got to do. You're going to be just fine. But just hit the pause button. No one's going to die. It's going to be okay. You just need to figure some things out. Because if you keep going the way you're going and you are burnt out, it's it's not going to work for you or anyone else. It's not going to serve you. It's not going to benefit you or anyone you love around you. And you deserve to be happy and you deserve to feel good. And Allah doesn't need martyrs in that sense. He's not looking for us to drive ourselves into the ground. This is not the way our women are treated in esteem. Our women are highly valued, highly respected. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to be in a good position, right? With him, with the world, with everything else. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. DM me if you need me on Instagram. There's links below to all the stuff I mentioned. Have an amazing day. Be easy, be kind to yourself. You might not be lazy. You might just be suffering from burnout. Talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.